We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Well, what's going on, everyone? Jody Cameron, John Ritchie. It is uh, 94 WIP. Great to be with you off and rolling on this uh, Friday morning from Borgata, our home base every Friday morning. Of course, the Flyers with a loss last night. That's all right. Been playing good hockey up until that point. By the way, still got a point with the overtime situation. Fills the course of spring training. Eagles, the Hassan Reddick situation. We'll get more into that. And uh, NBA All-Star Weekend about to crank up over the next couple days. We'll do it all with you on the phone lines at 215-592-9494. Richie Rich. Hello, Joe. Hello there, John. Let me say this before you go on. Fran, I can't hear, you know, anything in my ear. So if you can, do something so I can hear. Good morning, John. In the 19th century, the U.S. Army used camels to explore Arizona. 1855, we set aside $30,000 to import camels for military use to explore the American Southwest. Do you think we have a camel today in America? It is, well, uh, around the turn of the century, they did spot wild camels running around every once in a while, but the population was yeah. too small to support itself I and would it eventually think. died out. So not even in a zoo? Well, I don't know. Well, I mean, I'm asking, like, is there a a living camel in America? Yes, there is a living camel in America. You're aware of that? I'm pretty sure. I've seen camels, like, at zoos and stuff. And you're not talking about the cigarette? Yes, (laughs) the the animal (laughs) itself with the humps. By the way, a camel can drink 30 gallons of water in one sitting. Well, that's a lot. I got a little, little... Little thing. Yeah, here. that is nowhere close By the way, to a before, gallon. Before Thirty going gallons even... is a ton. A, a yeah. gallon weighs like eight and a half pounds. And there it is. We're talking about that's a lot of weight. So let to me take just on. let me just say before we go any further, we got some breaking news. We got a, we got a <laughs> member of our team that is tardy as a re, as a result of oh actually she's literally walking in right now as we speak as a result of being pulled oh. over by the cops. Look at that. She was like a minute and thirty seconds. Close to pulling it off, but you know the popo got her. And uh, good morning, there, Devin. How are you? Hey guys, how I'm are you? Breath here, you know. You didn't actually have to run. Did you run? You know, I make... didn't run. I didn't run. But I am impressed that I only was a, a minute and thirty late. So the popo <laughs> got you. Know, the po- the popo got me. <laughs> <laughs> it finally happened. I was waiting for the day that I'd be driving down here. How illegal were expressway. you? Not was too, this no. deserved? <laughs> no, I didn't even get a ticket. I got a warning. Did I use Whoa, the? What? Did I use you know the? What? Hold oh, on. I have a live show to make by six a.m. Maybe. Oh, okay. Yeah. But he understood. Good and work. it kind of worked. He sped up the process. You know, I've never that's been. Funny. Oh no, that's not true. I've been let off a ticket one time my whole life, mm-hmm. my entire life. What is your percentage of being let off of a ticket? Ooh. Like, how many times in your life has that happened to you? I've been pulled over a good number of times. See, I, mean, I haven't. Double digits. I haven't. I haven't. Uh, and I wasn't going to. Like, I was going, like, 15 over, and no one else was on the road. So I apologize. Bad example by me. Cobb was doing his job. Uh, He'll give you 10. I I think <laughs> I, was, like, have only gotten, like, one true speeding ticket in my life, and it was from a speed trap. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So you don't even speed. 
You're a responsible no, driver. No, I say you don't get caught. There's a difference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's a difference. All right. We'll, we'll get more into that as we go. We want to hear from you today at 215-592-9494. I guess this is our first official non-football Friday with uh, football season over, but here we are. You know, we're going to turn our attention, obviously, in a lot of ways to the Phillies in the coming weeks, coming months. Bubbling excitement. You can feel it. It's brewing. 90 wins last year. Another deep run. Huge disappointment at the end last year. And a lot of anticipation for the new campaign. We talked about it to an extent yesterday. We wonder if they're better than last year. We still wonder if they're going to add. We wonder if they're better than the Braves. Odds makers say they're not. We wonder if they're going to go further than last year or less far than last year. All of this stuff is on the table. So, too, is the 215-592-9494. Two main questions today. I want to pose a question to you on both sides of the ledger and see where people stand on these issues as we start you know, cranking up to Phil's talk. Question one. What gives you the greatest sense of optimism about the Phillies this year? Meaning, what pumps you up the most with belief in this squad? Second question, on the flip side, what concerns you the most about the Phillies this year? Obviously, they are not a perfect team. By the way, no team's a perfect team. Um, what worries you the most as you look ahead to the next, well, six months of the regular season but ultimately a seventh month we think of the postseason depending on how long it lasts spring training to even get to that point what pumps you up the most what worries you the most your phone calls at 215-592-9494 john first crack at it today what's yeah. your answer on either side of the ledger there what hits you dave dombrowski is what gives me the most confidence this team's good talented focused on a championship we're we're going to be improved by our failings of the last couple years and i i think dave dombrowski is just not going to stop working to improve this team until he brings us a title and i know it's been quiet this offseason but for the right player uh he's strapped to spend and and he proved that he reminded us of that you know with the offer that they put out there for yamamoto uh, that was great to he, know. To yeah. know that means there's probably a lot more Absolutely. Money, money in the tank. The door is open because yeah. our window is now, and, and, and Dave Dombrowski knows what we need. He knows how to go get it. He's built four teams into pennant, pennant winners, you know, the Marlins, Tigers, Red Sox, and us, and he knows how to win the World Series because he's won it twice. So our president of baseball, operation, uh, baseball operations knows how to go get this, and he's in the process, and it feels good. And just think about how it makes you feel when you hear him talk. Think about yeah. the certainty, yeah. the, the security that you feel. Like, I believe in our president of baseball operations. There's no other way and to And let put me it. say this, John, because sometimes I hear people reference, you know, he's a smooth talker, which he is. But I, I don't think that's the main thing that stands out to me when I hear him talk. Like, sure, I hear a smooth talker. I hear a wise thinker. Yeah. He articulates it when he talks. But what I am most impressed with when I hear Dombrowski is the wheels churning of how he arrives at conclusions. And I find that very impressive. Just Look, well thought out. Dombrowski is a, a terrific answer. What about the flip side, John? And, again, I want to hear from mm -hmm. everyone at 215-592-9494. What pumps you up the most? What worries you about the fills? John, what about on the negative side of the ledger? Yeah, concern is bullpen, specifically closer. Yeah. I'd love a closer I can believe in. Uh, I'd love to see Kirkring seize it. And it feels like that was the hope last postseason. 
and he didn't really seize it. Uh, we just watched Craig Kimbrell torpedo our team's chances in the postseason. You know, the, the closer matters. He was the closer. He's gone. Now, you know, Alvarado, we know he's closed for us. We know I, – I know I have some trust issues with his command. Uh, Kirkring was 72% slider when he was in there last year. But that has to change. We know he's got great stuff other than the slider. How well will it play? I feel certain the Phillies like him a lot. Is he – Good enough to be that guy. We're about to find a lot more out well, about, about this Sir Kirkring Anthony? kid. I just Sir Anthony. And Sir An- well, yeah. is Sir Anthony going to return to excellence? Shouldn't he be a consideration? We've seen him be the closer on this team when it was a bad team. And we've seen him be a good closer. We saw him be, John, team. we saw him be a good closer on a good team. Yeah. He was the closer in 2022. I mean, yeah. he was the guy in the postseason. Yeah. I was by far, and so were they, the most confident, you know, when it came time to closing out games two years ago in that postseason in October, he was great. Look, and Jeff it, Hoffman was incredible well, last year, I, but a different type of consideration. Yeah, you know, no, like he, a longer guy sure. fit in in any situation. But we don't know. Does he return this? Well, that's picture? the thing. Yeah, does he? Because that was like out of out of nowhere. That was out of nowhere. Let, let me let me give you some answers here to these questions. And again, want to hear from everyone at two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. What pumps you up the most? What concerns you the most in the fills? For what gives me the greatest sense of optimism, it, it is, uh, honest to God, it's the exact same thing as it was last year. It's the starting pitching, and namely the top end of the starting rotation, uh, names called Wheeler, Nola, and Ranger. I mean, listen, the bottom and it's funny how two guys go by their last name and one guy largely around here goes by his first name. I mean, we never say Zach. Sometimes we might say Aaron, but basically it's Wheeler and Nola. And then when you get to Ranger, you usually call him by the first name. Look, those guys are awesome. Now, I want to see Ranger go longer in games, both in the regular season and especially in the postseason. I think it'll help if he can lengthen out. It'll also be an issue of whether the Phillies trust him to lengthen out. I think it's very, 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 very clear the last two Octobers, Rob Thompson did not, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, maybe justified, maybe unjustified, he really didn't believe in Ranger Suarez to go deep in postseason games. A lot of times he was just going three innings, maybe four. He'd yank him out. I mean, that first start, if you remember, in Atlanta, um, when he pulled him out of that one game, I think it was only three innings, I believe, and then it was six different relievers all going an inning. It was the damn weirdest thing ever, and it totally worked out. But that's not the ideal scenario with Ranger. The ideal scenario is he can do like Wheeler and Nola does and gives you that, you know, seven innings or so, six and two-thirds, whatever, maybe even north of seven if need be, in the postseason, look, I'm a believer in Ranger. Now, I was bummed, obviously, in Game 7. We all had great belief in him. He really did not get the job done. The bats were the bigger issue. That's clear. But we know this. They have succeeded in October, two years in a row, when they've succeeded. When they've succeeded. Which is the bulk of the Octobers, two years in a row, um, because of the starting pitching. I mean, that's how they mowed down the Marlins last year. That's how they mowed down the Braves. That's how they mowed down the Braves in 2022. So that's a big one for me. On the negative side, and this is maybe going to be a weird answer for some, but it's just, to me, so far and away the number one thing, and again, I want to hear from you at 215-592-9494. The number one thing that jumps out to me that concerns me about the Phillies is, is just the absolute sheer madness of circumstantial happenstance that occurs in postseason baseball. And honest to God, it scares the hell out of me. I mean, there's a scenario this year where the Phillies are a better regular season team. They probably will be 
I mean, hopefully they get a full season of Bryce Harper. Maybe he goes back to MVP form, you know, playing 155 games or such. But they could, they could just lose earlier in the postseason because it happens all the time in the postseason. I saw the Phillies get progressively better a decade or so ago when they kept winning more games, 07 to 08, 08 to 09, 10 to 11. Like, they kept winning. Like, every year they won more games in the regular season, and every year they went less far in the postseason. Look at the Dodgers the last couple of years. Look at the Braves the last couple of years. that doesn't mean that that history repeats itself. No, but I mean, it, that it, is sort of a fluky scenario. You know what? I don't like, think it is that You agree that well, if the team is better, they should progress farther, that that is an well, outlier if they lost be, while better. It'd be an outlier if it happens. I think this only team s- is better. I think they'll go farther. I'm, well, And that's what makes sense See, I think they're me. better, and I think they'll I, go less far. So how about that? Well, why would you think that? Because last year that's there were crazy. five games from the World Series, and when the playoffs it's, start, they're going to be 13 games from the World it's Series. It's crazy to think that that's the they, team who's better will go less look, far. Man, like, I saw that the, is not where you're, you, you we'll should say, default to. I'll just tell you this. I saw the Braves in the 90s and in the early 2000s make the playoffs 14 straight years. They only won one World Series. I've seen right. the Dodgers now make the playoffs. I don't know what the tally's it's up hard. to. It's probably, hard. It's Probably, probably 10 all. years in a row, and they've only won one World Series. Yes. They haven't even made the World Series the last couple of years. I mean, the Braves and the Dodgers haven't even won a series the last two years. Think about that. They don't even win a series. All the Phillies do is crush teams, win this series, win this series, win this series. So we series. should feel good about that. Well, well okay, so we got, we are, got, we are got we a rooting? lot of postseason wins under our are, belt with this group. Are we rooting for the Phillies? to those teams that are probably better than we are. Are we rooting for them to be second place? No. Uh, we are rooting I for don't them know. to I mean, progress uh, farther Seltzer than might, they have in the past. Seltzer believes playing in the first round, not getting the bye, might be better for you. Maybe it is. All right. Where do you stand on all this? 215-592-9494. Your sense of optimism and specific reasons for why about the Phils. Your sense of concern, whether it's, like I'm saying, a circumstantial thing like that or a specific element of the baseball team, what hits you the most? We'll rock your calls all show. Cool prize to give away and cool way we're going to give away today. We'll get to that. We'll rock all your calls from Borgata, Joe Cameron, John Ritchie, and the tardy Devin, along with Rhea, (laughs) along with Wechter. Call in and give Devin a hard time. 215-592-9494. 215-592-9494. It is not where you sleep, but it's where dreams come true. It's not the living room or the family room, but it is the room where the family comes to life, and that, of course, is the kitchen. At Colonial Marble and Granite, a complete kitchen featuring stone counters from the region's most extensive selection can cost just $69.99. That's countertops, sink, and hardware installed, plus cabinetry. Life's most enduring memories should take place in rooms that deserve the depth and character only stone can impart and only colonial can offer you the region's most extensive and varied selection of natural and engineered stone i know this firsthand colonial marble and granite transform my kitchen into just a beautiful kitchen i love terrific experience from start to finish they'll listen to you and they'll work with you to make your dreams come true some restrictions apply see website for details colonial marble and granite the cornerstone of a beautiful home visit colonialmarble.net We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.
All right, on this Friday morning from Borgata, great to be with you. Joe DeCamera, John Rich, it is 94 WIP. Let's get a lot of calls in here on the Phils today. Obviously, the season starts in a little bit over a month. Spring training games start in about a week. And, uh, the field, and by the way, great to see, you know, if you, if you saw in the news yesterday or some of the uh, social media stuff or, or perhaps you noticed uh, on, on online stuff, but uh, Charlie Manuel yeah. with the Phils at uh, spring training yesterday. That is about the best site we've seen in a long time. His recovery has been awesome, absolutely awesome. So we're really, really happy for Charlie. All right, let's go to the phones. Uh, what gives you the greatest sense of optimism for the Phils? What concerns you the most? most? as uh, they are about to embark on another season. Let's kick it off with Will in Northeast Philadelphia. Good morning, Will. Good morning, Voltron. How y'all doing this morning? Doing well, Will. Um, you know, I, I really – what I really love about the Phillies team, um, they kept the team together. And, and I keep saying it. A lot of times teams that stick together, they're, they're, that's what makes a dynasty, you know, because, you know, we could add a few pieces that we – that we're going to do because um, the Philadelphia management team is, is like great, man. Like they pay that money to get the players and they, they, they get the pieces that we miss. But I think this year we, we've been one away, one away. And, you know, we, we got a little over, over, you know, anxious last season, but I believe we're going to settle down, play some small ball, get some hits. We don't have to go for the big one every time. I think that's what kind of like, Ended our our season. I'll say this though, Will. Hard hard to change who you are. I mean, huh? they can they can tinker a little bit there, but but these players are for the most part what they are. Right. You know, I mean, yeah. Kyle Schwarber is not going to start laying down bonds. He's just not. <laughs> oh, I know. Nor, 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 nor should he. <laughs> right. No, no, you're right. But um, I I really believe um like this is this could be our our season because um like I said, man, this is the first. First time, like we really kept a complete team together, and these guys, they 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 know each other. And I I've really had faith this season. Well, I got a lot of faith, also. Will, good call, man. Appreciate that. Two one. You know the Ranger thing. Five nine two ninety four ninety four. The Ranger thing, uh, being around, uh, being available, being here in the U.S. You know, because he's had issues the last few years. Yeah. Just think about how tough that is. Like we we just dismiss that year after year. He's had trouble just getting here. And, you know, in other sports, we talk about guys with truncated training camps. Sure. Like, look at how it's affected the start of their season. We never talked about that with Ranger. I expect Ranger to start the season, I don't know, but a little more grooved in this year. Well, let me ask you, because I don't care as much about the start. I mean, you're probably right. But it's the end to me that's fascinating. They don't trust them to go far in the playoffs. Why, John? That's a great question, and and maybe it stems from where he started. You know, once upon a time, he was a reliever who became a starter, who became a reliever again, who became both, a guy who could be both. That he hasn't and, done And then he's ton. more valuable because he can do both, but it's like they don't trust him I mean, the is way it, they is should it because a, of youth. Is it a perhaps? third time through the, through the order thing? I mean, listen, yeah, I don't know. if Seltzer were here, he'd probably know the answer of whether his numbers are worse third time through the order than, like, more worse than Nola and Wheeler. I mean, it, obviously, everyone's numbers get worse the longer you pitch in a game, but do his numbers get more worse the deeper in a game? I, I just know this. I find it strange. And, look, I'm not – let me be clear. I'm not ripping Rob Thompson. Maybe he's dead right. I mean, maybe if, if Ranger was going in, into a sixth inning in these postseason games, maybe the wheels would come off. I just know this. Mm-hmm. In the first three or four innings, he looks like a stud, and then he gets pulled out every time. Every time. Rhea, what the hell's up with that? 
I, well, it's the trust factor, but I don't understand it because, you know, in addition to just him being a very good pitcher, he, he's also one of you, your best defensive pitcher. So he provides, like, a lot, and I guess it's just their makeup, but he he's so calm on the mound. I love him. I mean, I, I, when he comes out, I just have a lot of trust and faith I did in too. him. And I, I'm, they wound up winning that game, right, the one they, they pulled him out in? That one, yeah. yeah but and not, by the way, yeah. they pulled him out a lot of other games early, but that was yeah. the first – that was the first one last year. That was his first start. That was the fifth game of the playoff, or but, but, but maybe the first game of that series. I have to think. Wheeler, Nola, maybe that was game one of the Braves series. But bottom line is they did win that game, and they won other games with him. It's just, it's just a strange thing. I'll tell you this. With Reese gone, I think Ranger might have ascended to my favorite Philly. Really? I love the guy. I mean, he's just... He's just got he's got the it for me. He's got the it factor two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let me tell you who had the it factor. We got a cool prize to give away. Are you going to get a Ranger jersey now because you have frowned on the jersey wearing because they lately they signed Jordan Montgomery. They might trade him. So no. You think for plus real? I'm not a wear I'm not a wear a pitcher jersey. See, guy. I am I am nah, a wear a jersey wear a guy. What's your you, issue? Are you wear a position player jersey? Like I what? just I, I Joe thinks it's uncool to wear a jersey, and well, has it is told kind, it me is, it I is. was uncool because I was wearing a jersey. The baseball I need a new jersey. Cool. Because I feel like baseball Reese jerseys are the Milwaukee coolest jerseys. Oh, they're totally for, cool. for a lady. I love the not versatility of the buttons. You can do yeah, it however you, can, you want. You can layer oh. it. You can put something Absolutely. under it, over it. I imagine, it Joe, if you wear a jersey, do you tuck it in with a belt? <laughs> first off, first <laughs> and off, pinstripe pants and well, uh, yes, gloves. <laughs> only when I have the full jersey, the yes. hammer uniform. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm anti wear baseball jersey guy. I, it's just me. I'm just. How I'm, about other jerseys and other sports? He thinks um, football players. Okay, you wear that. Yeah. I will say bas- so that's basketball cool. jerseys are objectively the, the least cool looking on fa- like well, when you gotta fans. Like fans wear basketball But you got to have jerseys. a body like me. If you have a body like me, you're in good shape. If, <laughs> if, if, you, if you have one of those scrawny looking things that I well. – Can you imagine Joe wearing a basketball jersey like <laughs> No, this? I really can't. Without a T-shirt? Really oh, no. Without no, a T-shirt no, no. underneath? <laughs> it, it's bad. It's bad. What was that? That might be a, a good bet. Like a loss. Yes, like, yes, you please. lose a bet. You gotta wear, wear a seventy sixers jersey. Can you give me a couple of years? Some event. A couple of years to get all swollen up. <laughs> you really think you, you know, can we get may, all we, swollen up? We may do the free throw shooting contest again. So you think that should be a? Oh uh, yes. A, 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 that would be absolutely. something. That would be a great. Yeah, you punishment. have to do it in public. <laughs> yes. Yes. Full uniform. Oh, Full uniform. My God, this is brutal. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Let me tell you what wasn't brutal, and that was the uh, tremendous comedic career of the great Chris Farley. No, what was brutal was that he died so young. Uh, Chris Farley uh, yesterday would have been uh, his 60th birthday. And, um, you know, certainly want to want to just uh, pay tribute to Chris Farley for a moment here on this. The, you know, it's amazing he would have been 60. We have to give away today these Cree tickets, and we're going to do so by way of a, a comedy-oriented question. But first I want to go back to what I think most people consider – the pinnacle moment of Chris Farley's career because, you know, Joe Wechter, let's play the first of these various cuts here. Chris Farley was, after all, Matt Foley, and he was a man that lived, you know, down by the river. My name is Matt Foley, and I am a motivational speaker. Now let's get started by letting me give you a little bit of a scenario of what my life is all about. First off, I am 35 years old, I am divorced, and I live in a van down by the river. It's just a great, 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 
tremendous scene from Saturday Night Live back in the 1990s. Here's the deal. As we give away the Creed tickets today, you can win them at 215-592-9494. You also have a, um, a chance to purchase the tickets. Tickets are on sale at Ticketmaster.com. This is a uh, Creed concert happening December 2nd at the PPL Center in Allentown. Again, Ticketmaster.com to purchase them, but also call in today at 215-592-9494 to win them. Here's how you got to win them. In addition to everything we're discussing, a lot of fill stuff out of the gate. We'll get to the Sixers, the Flyers, and the Eagles as we move. Give us a great answer, because that's a great scene. Give us a great answer for the, in your opinion, the funniest moment ever in a comedic situation, in a comedy. Now, let me be clear. This is a big old open-ended one. Like, by comedic situation, it can be like that, Saturday Night Live. It can be a regular TV show, comedies on television. It can be from a movie. It can be from an interview. I mean, sometimes you see a comedian interviewed, and he or she has to kind of crank it up. They're sitting there with Carson or Letterman or Leno or Jimmy Fallon, and they start kind of cranking it up while they sit there being interviewed. Give us a great, great answer. By the way, i got to put this disclaimer out there. Do us a favor. Do yourself a favor. Keep it clean. <laughs> if it ain't clean, it ain't going to make the air. All right? Just keep it clean. Um, best answer by the end of the show is going to win the Creed tickets. John, when you think of something from the, the comedy world that's just a great moment in history, what hit you? This is so lowbrow. Uh, <laughs> it's I, I mean, as low as lowbrow gets. The Waterboy, the movie. Every single time Adam Sandler hits people, I lose it. Yeah. I, I, I really do. I think it's the funniest form of comedy, like physical comedy, someone falling down, and that it like that does it. For it me. was it, it's him a gr- tackling people, I just know. throwing them, like whatever. The physics of bodies flying yeah. is super funny to me. Well, I'll tell you this: there's a lot of answers that could come from Adam Sandler movies. Yeah. Rhea, when you think of a, a moment. From any sort of comedy, a moment that really stands the test of time, what is it? Monty Python and the Holy Grail, the Black Knight scene. Tis but a scratch. It's just a flesh wound as he's got both of his arms cut off. Yep. I, Great scene. I die laughing every time I say it. All right, Devin, when you think comedy and you think of a scene, Oof. What hits you here is something super funny. This is hard. The first movie I thought of was Bridesmaids. Um, I'm going to go with Melissa McCarthy's character when she's like, physically, I don't bloat. That's a quote that I think of in my head a lot. Um, and that awesome. whole movie is just awesome. What does that even mean? I, I, do I mean? don't understand. Should I get bigger? No, physically, well, that's I don't why it's bloat. Funny she's a large she's girl. Like, hey, yeah. Uh, she plays this kind of like, I don't know, hardcore woman. In that movie. Hardcore woman. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I give, don't know. I don't know the proper terminology. Give, 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 us, give us a spectacular answer today at 215-592-9494. Wector, what's something from the comedic world that you think is just a great moment in time? I, I, I'm going to go back to Caddyshack, one of my favorites. And uh, when Rodney Dangerfield enters the uh, golf club in the store. Yeah. And give me a couple, some of those uh, teas, blah, 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 <laughs> the whole the whole routine is really great. The whole and listen, there's a lot of answers. And that hat just, looks good on you, right? Well, for sure. <laughs> just from Caddyshack alone, there's probably you know five to ten tremendous all-time moments. Look, give us a great answer: two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. I'll go to a TV show, season one of the Cosby Show. Now we don't say the name Bill Cosby much no. anymore because you know his his life became a disaster with his actions. But as Heathcliff Huxtable, he was um, you know he was a comedic genius. He was, and in season one. And it might, it might have even been episode one when he is teaching Theo, young Theo, the importance of working for the importance of having money 
Um, it's a great, it's a, just a great scene. If you know what I'm talking about, you might remember it. He's got Monopoly money in front of him, and he's trying to tell him how you really got to make money or otherwise you're going to have issues in life. Um, give us a great answer for a I went co- back and watched some Cosby yep, show yep. just, I don't know, in the last couple months. Just a couple episodes. I mean, they're great. It was great. It's a great show. It really was. There was a lesson in a lot of those episodes. A lot of them, yeah. Yeah, re- really solid. It's just tremendous. But, you know. He ruined it. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah he, he ruined he it. He did. It's, it's incredible. All right, 215-592-9494. Give us the funniest moment ever from comedy. Also up ahead, not one, but two different poll questions. Eagles related and otherwise as we get near the NBA All-Star Weekend. Uh, a lot going on here today from Borgata. And again, your sense of optimism for the Phils and what gives you the greatest cause for concern about the Phils. All that and more. Joe Cameron, John Rich, your phone calls, 215-592-9494. Let me tell you about the exciting things going on at Lexus of Cherry Hill. It's a new year, so time for a new ride from Lexus of Cherry Hill. The L-certified winter collection sales event is going on now at Lexus of Cherry Hill. Receive special finance rates on select L-certified Lexus now through February 29th. They've got over 300 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Lexus of Cherry Hill has proudly served the Delaware Valley since 1989. They are family-owned and operated, and on top of all that, they are veteran-owned. And my friends at Lexus of Cherry Hill are a six-time J.D. Power dealer of excellence recipient for the customer sales experience. I know this. I've been leasing for them for almost a decade. Had a little issue with my car last week. Tony LaBelle and his team at Lexus Cherry Hill took tremendous care of me. You'll see this when you visit LexusofCherryHill.com 24-7. Lexus of Cherry Hill, family owned and operated. Great to be with you from Borgata today on this Friday morning. Joe DeCamera and uh, John Richard is 94 WIP. So the Phils obviously looking to uh, get it going. Now, a long way for the Eagles to get it going. We know that. But one thing we do wonder is when they get it going, will they be doing so with Hassan Reddick? Let's make that one of our two Twitter poll questions of the day today. It's brought to us by Armin Chevrolet. It's truck season at Armin. Available 2.9% financing up to 72 months on all new light-duty Armin Silverados. Together, Let's drive to ArminChevy.com. Poll question. Let's get everybody on the record here today. Will Hassan Reddick, in your opinion, will he hold out if he does not have a new contract by the start of training camp? A, yes. B, no. You can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter. This certainly has to be part of the metric of how the negotiation is factored in. I mean, it's it's just it's a lever he can pull. By the way, the other lever he can pull thereafter is to really hold out, meaning to sit out, which most players in this day and age don't do. Uh, there's a lot of fines that come in as a result of, of something like that, a lot. It's not like the old days where it was a little easier for players to hold out with uh, – What's the word? Without impunity? Is that the word? <laughs> with impunity? With, I don't know if I'm with or without. It's like Devin with the ticket. With Devin, were you with or without <laughs> impunity today with not getting a ticket? Wait, so what is that? I don't know. I, I'm confused. <laughs> impunity, like uh, impunity, sounds like a bad, like a negative term, though, because I think of like it, puny, I think it is. Like no, without, impunity yep. means that you are you are harm free. Like you you cannot be harmed. So Devin, correct? Was, so without like, impunity is a 
is with impunity <laughs> means that you are protected. I don't know. Devin was protected right? today, not getting that ticket by the cop. Yeah, I don't sure. know, John. I really don't. With impunity, I think Devin did not get a ticket. Okay. okay. No. There you go. Sure. All right. So, so John is Reddick, and again, you can vote at Sports Radio WIP on Twitter and weigh in at two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four because this. This has to be part of the conversation. It's not just sign him or not. It's not just offer him or not a certain mm-hmm. amount. It's what do you think he will do if he doesn't get what he wants? John, is he going to hold out? I, I think the Eagles look at it and say, well, last year he didn't hold out. There's a chance he won't hold out this year. Uh, I, I, that's in his nature. He's a great person. He's a great teammate. We know he's a Philly guy. We know all these great things about him that actually work against him. We know that there were other outstanding defenders in this in this league who did the wrong thing last year. Well, they who did, actually sat they out. Did Nick the right Bosa, thing. They did what Chris used to Jones be, used to be called the wrong thing. And they got paid. They got paid, and our guy did. Right, let me ask you a question. He needs to do you the wrong qu- thing. Did you answer my question? No, he needs to do the wrong thing <laughs> in our eyes. Traditionally, like, I, I, I can't believe I'm to the point where I'm saying he should hold out. I can't. I'm so twisted up. And it, yeah. yes, I feel sympathy for Hassan Reddick that he's making 14 million bucks this year. And there are other guys who are making twice that uh, around the league. Well, and, part and of what, he's outperforming them. Part of what makes it so different than the T.O. thing. T.O., I believe, was a seven-year deal, I think. So there were six years to go. Whatever it was, there was a lot of time to go. This is one year to go. Devin, is he going to hold out? I don't think so. I don't think. I think he he genuinely wants to be here, and I don't think it would be co- smart for him career-wise, whether he's with the Eagles or not, moving forward to hold out. Well, I I'll tell you this: I think it'll be dumb for him to not hold out. Let's let's go to the phones. Where do you stand on what you think Reddick's strategy would be? We got another Twitter poll question. We'll get to that in a moment as well. Phils, what gives you the greatest sense of optimism? What concerns you the most? Patrick in Tabernacle right now. Good morning, Patrick. Yo, good morning, everybody. I'm going to do a quick impression of Devin. I'm the news. Don't give me a ticket. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, more or less, yes, that's how it went. (laughs) Yeah, she pulled the news uh, moniker. So I'm telling, first of all, you guys are, are pretty intelligent with the words. I don't say that often enough, with the exception of Joe. You come out with some really good words. Like, uh, you know, that Webster would, would, would do you proud. But listen. John does. <laughs> That's yeah, nice the, of you. The Phillies. The Phillies. I'm still – first of all, uh, I'm going to the game tomorrow. Thank you, WIP morning team. Psyched to go see the outdoor game. Nice. I'm doing that. That's yeah, fantastic. Really excited. Um, and and I'm happy for Patrick for you especially because I know you're a big – I mean, you, you yeah, lean flyers. Yeah. I know you do. I, I know. I lay lay down in the weeds on, on the radio, but, yeah, the flyers. <laughs> Good for you. No, and Coots, uh, great, great naming a captain. Couldn't have been a big, big Couturier fan. But the Phillies – It's good stuff. You know, it, it's strange how we, we really didn't do anything this offseason. So it really is like we have the same team coming back. Pretty much. And it's a really good team. I'm, 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 I'm back on the mountain of Schwarber is not a leadoff hitter. I know the numbers say we win more with him in the lineup, but I would like to know what we would do uh, with him out of the number one hole in the playoffs. First of all, Stott. Well, here's, or- what I, here's what I think you mean especially, Patrick. So, first off, are you saying Stott or Turner to lead off? Stott. Okay, because let me just say this. Here's, let me take the Turner thing first. Here's part of if, if someone says Turner. It's you want to see what the offense would look like when Trey Turner is leading off and playing well. See, last year when he let off, he stunk. So, you know, while there is the argument that Schwarber 
they win a lot with Schwerber, and that's true when he leads off. We we don't have any data on what they would be if Turner played well, well which he probably will Turner this year. Turner has to be leadoff. I mean, and I he just, probably won't be, Rand. He I, probably won't. It's what I'm hoping for. It's what I see. Here's the here's the conundrum. I think it's what I'm hoping for, but I also prefer Harper to bat third than fourth, and I think it's harder. So if you have Stott two, then I don't think you should have Harper three. So that's where it gets a little funky. But so Patrick, you go. Do you go Stott because you think he's a better leadoff hitter than Turner, or do you go Stott because it helps you bat Bryce third? I want contact in my leadoff, and I want speed. I don't want. I don't want a home run or a strikeout or a walk and a a big. For what it's worth, Turner has more speed than Stott. Yeah, Turner does that. But I, I I go Stott, Turner, Harper, Schwarber. I don't like back-to-back lefties. I just don't like that. I I don't either. But with Harper and, and Schwarber. I think we get away with it. All right, Patrick, give me a great moment from the world of comedy, one of the oh really funny things ever. What, what do you have? Oh, man, I think it, uh, there's something about Mary when uh, What's-His-Face gets his, his What's-His-Thing caught in the zipper. Yeah, <laughs> yep, 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 yep. The Frank and the Beans. Oh, my God. And one of many answers, and I will not say others, but one of many answers that could be said from something about Mary, and there's one in particular. That hits me, but all the, the Frank and the Beans part that was a disturbing yeah. image that's in my head yeah. now too. Uh, oh, that yeah. wow, that was special effects on that one. Yes, when you when you get a certain visual, that that absolutely is correct. All right, let me give you the other Twitter poll question of the day, and I want to crank this up on the phone lines as well as we move toward uh, NBA All Star Weekend this weekend. Obviously, no Joel playing, uh, but Tyrese Maxey, and congrats. Uh, Congrats to him. He'll be out there for the first time ever as an NBA All-Star. And he's going to be in the three-point contest, too. It's awesome. So, it's – look, I think there's an argument that Saturday night is better than Sunday. That's just me. I mean, Sunday used to be better when they actually tried, but now it's such phony baloney, although they tightened it up a little bit a few years ago. Will we know any of the dunk contest I got to look that up. I I, I honestly (laughs) don't know. Here's what we do know, John. Here's here's what 100% of the audience knows. The four names I'm about to give you of dunkers. Because it's funny you say that, John. Here, yeah, I'm not asking you who's the best dunker today. I'm asking you who's the best dunker of any day. Other Twitter poll question of the day. Which of these four was the greatest dunker? And we're putting them in alphabetical order by last name. Three are Hall of Famers. One is not a Hall of Famer. But the guy not a Hall of Famer might win the poll. Greatest dunker of all time. Is it A... Vince Carter, B, Julius Irving, C, that guy named Michael Jordan, or D, Dominique Wilkins. That's I was waiting. Thank I was you. hoping he would be in there. I know. Were what? You? Was D? I was like, what? You waited till D. W with Wilkins follows C with Carter, E with Irving, and J with Jordan. Yeah. All right. So Carter, Irving, Mike, Neek. Greatest dunker of all time. Who is it? Hit us up at 215-592. Do you have a choice? I will weigh in as the show goes on. I want to see where people are coming from here. I'm also going to give a special shout-out to Sean Kemp. He didn't make our poll, but I was a big Rain Man fan. Carrie Lynn in in, uh, Westchester is joining us. Good morning, Carrie Lynn. Hey, guys. Good morning. How y'all doing? Doing well, Carrie. Good, good. I just want to say I want to start off with something light and funny. I think the best comedic scene ever is the cowbell sketch from Saturday Night <laughs> Yeah, Live. that's good. That's really good. That, it features the Blue Oyster Cult and an amazing classic 
grab some. So it's a twofer there. It's a great, it's really a great answer. More cowbell. We need more cowbell. And you're getting it from such a serious actor in Christopher Walken. It's so good. And then speaking of more cowbell, I think to have the best season for the Phils, it's going to be great to see Harper at 100% health on day one and see Trey Turner 100% focused on the Phillies and our organization come day one rather than rolling into the season coming off of the World Baseball Classic. So I'm yep. just really excited for the spring. I agree. All right, now, Carrie Lynn, i got to ask you a question here. because. Yeah. One of the things, I guess, that has cropped up more and more lately is I have a certain fascination with names. I try to help people out. Now, Carrie Lynn, is that a hyphenated first name? It is not a hyphenated first name. My dad uh, was reading the Philadelphia Inquirer and saw a Villanova track star with the name Carrie Lynn and thought, that's what I want to name my daughter. And so in April of 85, I was born. That's great. Good for you. Vicky Vicky Huber was also a big track star from Nova. Yes, she was. Look she at was you. Great. Oh, she was amazing. Vicky Huber was awesome. All right, Carrie Lynn, uh, great, great call. Give us a call again when you can. Wonderful stuff. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. Bye. All right, goodbye. So you guys know where I was going there. I mean, she's, she's safe because she's not the hyphenated name. But thumbs up Wait, or thumbs so down on the hyphenated first name. I've got no problem with the hyphenated yeah, first name. Thing. Clearly, you have a problem uh, Jim with Bob. the hyphenated first name. Jim Bob. Well, uh, I'm not a huge fan of Jim Bob as a name. It has nothing to do with the hyphen. I just think the name itself sounds kind of... Silly. I'm anti-hyphenated first syllable name. like that. And it's, listen, sometimes you can, like, Carrie Lynn obviously has got them together. Okay, that works. But, like, uh, I don't know, like a Sally Sue or what would be an example well, here? Well, that sounds, yeah, that sounds bad. Well, that's one well, point. Sally, yeah, Sally Sue. There are some right. na- names that yeah. don't belong together. Oh, that's, I, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but, but I think a lot of times when you step over the line, it's inappropriate. Like, Nick Nurse to me is a nice sounding name. And Nick actually is a good it's name. actually a nice mm-hmm. sounding yeah. name. Yeah. But here's you've got that that consonants, you've got the repeated syllable. Well, it sounds like artistic. I'll almost. just say this. Some names are better like Joanne, normal name, you hear it all the time in society. Joanne, no hyphen, no problem. You put a hyphen in there, we got a problem. Well, now that, you're, now, and that now should now not you're be the Joe game. and I got a pause oh, to yeah. say Ann. I I had a business teacher once who would call them power names. Like, certain names were power names. So, like, Nick Nurse is a power name. It has to be, like, if it's two syllables. It does sound powerful. Right? Like, certain names just just roll off the tongue where the the hyphen kind of weakens a name. So, I get where you're coming from, Jeff. All right. 215-592-9494. Greatest dunker of all time. Who is it as we get ready for NBA All-Star Weekend? What pumps you up the most about the Phil's? And what concerns you the most on the fills? Also, the Hassan Reddick situation, what do you make of that? And coming up, Rob Thompson, something he said yesterday when asked about whether the Phillies would be a better team this year than last year. We'll get to that and more. We'll rock all your calls as we broadcast from Borgata. 215-592-9494. Joe Cameron, John Ritchie. It's 94 WIP. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.